What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I have returning guest on the show, comedian Mac Ruiz. Uh, it was fun to have Mac on the show. We talk about the show that she's running with DNA twice a month in Santa Cruz. I think it's on th- every other Thursday at the Paradox Hotel in Santa Cruz. So go check that out if you're in town. I'll leave. I'll post a flyer up uh, with the episode, and also you can follow Mac on Instagram at it's Mac Ruiz to know when she's going to be doing shows and stuff coming up soon. Also, if you could follow the podcast on Instagram at I'm Getting There Pod. Uh, I've had a huge wave of new listeners lately, so uh, I do appreciate everybody if you're a new listener and you're um, listening to this episode. I do appreciate it if you've been uh, you checked out the show and and if you're here again, that's cool, you know. So uh, if you want to know when more episodes drop, subscribe to the show. There's a link in the bio on the Instagram uh, to where you can subscribe to all the platforms that the podcast is hosted on. And also there is a uh, YouTube link in the bio as well. I post clips uh, from each episode every week. So you can go to YouTube or the Instagram and watch those clips from the episodes. And so thank you to all the new listeners and everybody that stuck around listening to the show. And I hope you enjoy this episode. we should start off by saying that it is nice to have the it's nice to have springtime again like it's nice to have the uh the daylight savings pushed forward i'm like i'm a huge fan of that like when it starts being like light outside until eight or nine o'clock uh i saw a thing online that they're actually trying to like fully just change it to where it's like that all the time i think it actually i could be wrong i think it passed did it? I saw that it was like unanimously like it moved on to the next stage, but I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's kind of cool because honestly, it, I don't know. I, I don't really know why it was, I kind of know why it was a thing, but it just doesn't seem to make sense anymore. It's just like. I think originally it had something to do with um, like farmers. Yeah. That, that part of it was that farmers, um, it like extended their work day. Um, and also just, I think that it, it was part of, you know, the system of creating, creating an environment where everyone is encouraged to work more, but I am a big fan of not having it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's like, you know, the, the, if it's dark early, I feel like I don't actually, you know what I it's hard because I don't really, I don't really care that much, but I feel like the only reason I care is because I know that other people care a lot. And if it benefits them, like if it makes them feel like less depressed or more motivated or things like that, then I support that. I think that'll, I think maybe it'll go away because if it's like it all the time, because it is something that's like for a few weeks, you do kind of get this like, oh man, it's, it's like light outside now. Like I think it'll just be always lighter outside so i think it'll go away eventually i think it's kind of like when we switch when we switch to like being dark earlier that's the thing that i think a lot of people are like i don't like that part yeah yeah exactly and um i i'm 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 a fan of having more time to be out doing things yeah i just yeah it's 
it's nice to not like go to work in the dark and then come home in the dark. I think that's the, the one that really, it's like, man, I didn't get any of the daylight, you know, you kind of yeah. feel like your day was wasted, but yes, yeah, it's, it's cool. I hope that we don't have it anymore. You are, or you have been, I guess for how long is it? How long have you guys started this? Is it the show now? It's been a few months, hasn't it? It's been a few months. Uh, DNA, me and DNA started doing this show um, called Paradox Comedy at the Paradox Hotel in Santa Cruz. And we do it bi-monthly. And so far it's been, it's been cool. It's been different than any other show that I've run before or been a part of producing. It's, I mean, A, it's at a hotel. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I just have never really... I don't think I've ever really experienced a hotel show prior to this. Actually, I did a show in Oakland. Um, I think, what's that one? Comedy Oakland? Okay, yeah. I, and I, I think, think that, yeah, that one is in like a hotel conference room. So it's interesting, but I actually think it's kind of cool. It's been a cool experience because it's a little more, um, I guess, highbrow than what I've produced in the past. Usually like okay. a horror show you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah where it's like you know people are drinking whiskey and red bull and uh Mm -hmm. smoking cigarettes outside and not Mm -hmm. not that i don't love i love producing those kind of shows but this has just been different where it's like um it's table service so there's people coming up to you taking your food and drink orders you know people are drinking wine there's candles on the table um but you are still in like a hotel conference room so it's interesting, but it's been cool. And DNA, um, you know, he's just such a great booker. And so yeah. he, all of his connections has booked really awesome people. And so it's been, it's been a really interesting experience. Yeah. It seems like it's a, a different, sounds like a, a lot different vibe from like the Blue Lagoon or something like that, you know? And uh, that's cool though, because yeah, I'm sure that there's people in Santa Cruz that kind of want something like that. You know, that's a little more like, I felt like the, the open mic at the lab was kind of similar to what you're describing. Uh, Yeah, it's a little, I feel like it could be a little more comfortable for maybe just an older audience. I would Mm -hmm. say. And I would say that we do typically get an older audience at that show. But what's cool about Santa Cruz is that we also get people who are a little bit younger too. And I've actually noticed that a few times I've seen like families of uh, like parents and then kids who are obviously old enough to drink. And, um, that's kind of cool. Like it, it's something that like your whole family could do if you're kind of, if you're all into comedy and like to have like dinner and drinks or something, Yeah, so that's, that's kind of cool. And I do think that that is something that's present in Santa Cruz, people who want that. Totally. And like, they don't have to drive to San Jose to go somewhere like, uh, say like the improv or something to get an experience similar to what you're talking about. I feel like that's kind of yeah. like the other option, you know? And it- it's kind of it's cool too because I feel like it's almost like uh, like a teaser or, or or like a taste test of what that might look like for people who haven't had that experience in Santa Cruz because it is a free show. Mm-hmm. We um, you know, we we get paid through tips, but it's a free show, so people aren't paying to come. And and I think that that is kind of a cool way to introduce people to like, hey, there's this other kind of comedy experience that you can have that might be more your speed. And here's, you know, here, here you go, try it and see if you like it. And I think what I like about being a part of it, part of what I like is that it has this potential to open up a whole new market for comedy that went away when the lab closed. Yeah, totally. And it being on Thursdays too, it's like kind of the off night 
uh, from everything else that's really happening in, in Santa Cruz on a weekly basis. So I feel like you're, yeah, you're like picking up that, you know, that night that there's kind of like not a whole lot going on. And, and it's also a different experience too, you know, so somebody could go to like, they could go to like a blue lagoon on Tuesday and get like that kind of wacky, you know, crazy, like comedy experience. And then, you know, maybe go to have like a nice chiller Thursday. They don't have to, they're not, they're not like, they don't feel like they have to drink as much maybe. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. It's, um, it's almost been kind of like a, um, it's almost been like this really like weird personal experience for me in terms of, I just, I'm, I tend to just, you know, really be introspective and obviously think way too much. Um, but I, it's been like this weird sort of coming of age almost thing for me, I would say, because when I was like really heavily doing comedy, you know, from like, uh, tw- like barely 23 to like 23, 24, I think 20, right before 25 is, mm-hmm. is when the pandemic happened. And I was, I was doing it so heavily and so much and basically just trying to have a hand in almost, you know, every night of comedy in Santa Cruz and in the Bay area, whether it meant, you know, producing something or hosting something or being on a lineup. And so many of those shows were what you were talking about, the, you know, crazy, wacky blue lagoon dive bar experience where and I was you know and I was young and it was like my lifestyle and so it was you know you are drinking and you're you're having a good time and you're and it's this kind of just like crazy experience that's just really like fast and and hard Mm -hmm. and then now and now that I'm so much older at 26 um I really know a lot about life now um (laughs) no but like I I am like at a totally different place in my life and it's almost kind of like a wake-up call where it's like when you're when you're part of putting something like that on, you really have to, you have to have your head on straight and you have to be focused and you can't make the decision to drink too much or to give into whatever your vice is, even if it's just, you know, smoking weed, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a different experience. And it's kind of, um, it's pushing me more towards into being more of a mature person, um, as far as comedy goes, uh, which is, it's very, um, I think it's great, but it's also, there's a little bit of sort of like a, a, I guess a reality that causes a bit of a sadness, yeah, I I can identify with those things, like a lot of what you're saying, uh, in, in like, come in and like hosting the open mic for a little bit and being on the other side of, of that, instead of being always the person coming in, you know, and signing up and like, having to just kind of see, you know, like the, like, deal with everybody. Uh, I think that I've realized a lot about the way that I've behaved at certain times and uh it's definitely I catch myself and I'm like oh man yeah this is all starts like you have like these aha moments I've been having a bunch of those uh lately just like oh okay yeah uh just kind of realizing like having my perspective shifted by meeting also meeting so many more comedians that are way funnier than me that have been doing this way longer than me that are just like uh really nice and respectful and stuff and and you're like it's just kind of like this this constant humbling of of every that's how i feel every time i leave like the a lot of like open mics lately i'm just like okay yeah like i definitely have to work on this and that you know and filming myself too like zach lord has one of the best advice he's ever had is like just film every time you're on stage 
and watch it it's like it's like really hard to but it it makes you just go okay yeah like i have a lot to work to do like i have you know i have some stuff i need to like really you know like like habits i need to like really break and things you know yeah it's it's interesting because i get that advice too from people that i respect and i just it's so hard and i'm i'm trying but it is difficult and i mean that's one of the things that i've been thinking about a lot with comedy lately is that it really is if you're serious about it and if you really love it and you want to keep doing it and it's something that you're considering doing as a profession and not just a hobby there's so much time that goes into it mm-hmm. because and like time and emotion which like those added together come at like a pretty great cost and if you're you know the the emotional side of things of like okay i have to get over this you know awkward fear and anxiety and i have to film myself i have to get over this like you know social edginess where i'm like oh okay here's me setting up my camera like i'm gonna do this now and and doing that and getting over that and then watching it and going through the emotions of like oh my god i can't believe it that's what i look like that's what i said like doing that but then also taking the time to analyze it take notes on it think about it think about how you can work on it and then if you you know in this day and age then going through it and creating clips from it and creating Mm -hmm. captions for it you know and just like and making it look good and posting it and then the emotions of somebody comments like this is so cringe i want to die like it's just it's just such time plus emotion and it's i it's something it's that a few I just, hours like, to just get yeah. that that's the feedback you're like yeah i'm like, something thanks. i'm just like dealing with right now is a it's the reality of the situation and i'm just in a phase of my life where i'm really trying to consider what i put my time and energy towards yeah and, uh it's been it's been a weird road with comedy lately for me with in terms of that yeah like because you could just get caught up in, like you said, being on everything every night, trying to always be, and but not, but not really focusing your energy on like a purpose, like a return on that time. I think that's that's something that, yeah, I, I am guilty of as well. It's just like always trying to be there, but like never really, never really like making the most of that time while I'm there, and then being like, well, I was hanging out, but I wasn't. There, like it wasn't I was just kind of like wasting time and money and losing sleep you I know? think it's I think it's personal and nuanced because you you know you say that for yourself but for me I'm like which like like I look at what you say and I think like yeah but you're there you're you're putting in the time and energy to be there you're there you're present and for me like I just I mean I don't know if you've noticed but I haven't really been super active I haven't really been I mean obviously compared to how I used to be and it's, it's again, personal and nuanced, but like, I wish that I would put more time and, and energy into being there. And even if, I mean, it's just, it's complicated for me. I just, I know that I'm not super proud of my comedy right now. I don't feel super confident. And I am also trying to create healthier habits for myself, which includes like, you know, less drinking and sleeping at normal times mm-hmm. and- at a normal time and you know trying to uh take care of that side of things for me but and then all of that in turn and that time that I've taken away it then becomes harder and harder every night that I don't go to a mic to get myself to a mic 
And so it's just, yeah, it's personal and it's nuanced. And, you know, for you, you're there, but you might not be using the time that you wish you were, you know, doing it in a different way. And for me, I, I wish that I could just, I could just bring myself to go and just be there. Makes sense. It's like, we're looking at it, like, uh, like, uh, like kind of like looking at like the, through the looking glass, uh, different ways, you know, yeah. um, which is interesting because i think you both want the same thing from it you know mm -hmm. like the end goal is the same uh result we're just like hmm like how do we and everybody's like that everybody has a different uh timeline and stuff too which is like something that something that ivy actually really was i kind of heard I, she wasn't saying it to me but she was saying it to like a couple other people and i was kind of sitting there just you know like listening to uh her advice because it was like so true is it like there's a lot of pre a lot of the pressure is it put on us by ourselves and it's you know like comedy's not going anywhere like it's gonna be it's always like there you know it's just uh like take up to us to like make sure that we're in like the right place and stuff like you're talking about to be able to like actually go and pursue it and like have the right yeah like, uh, things on the back end you know to like not just be like setting yourself up for failure or kind of like burning yourself out, which I think is like, I think something that I've kind of felt and it's, you know, something that sounds like, you know, you've kind of felt too. Um, yeah. I mean, she's, I mean, she's always just got really great advice, but she's a great example of just, you know, I mean, I mean, she's been doing comedy for so long and she's, and she's successful and she is also in, in what I have seen a very, you know, stable person you know she's she seems like a really great mom she's every conversation i've had with her has been really solid and good she's i think she's what studying like law right now or something yeah. and yeah so it's she's a great example of um it takes time and it takes you you being probably the better version of yourself for you to find that success like time and being conscious of where you are in your life so and and then, then yeah that pressure that pressure comes from me all the time like i am just constantly like scrolling through instagram and i'm like oh god like all these people are doing all these things and everyone's finding all the success oh my god this person got booked again on this thing but like oh my gosh and i'm not booked on anything and you know it just it comes from it comes from there but really the pressure should come from i i want to be booked on things because I'm talented and I'm professional and it's what I want to do and it's how I want to spend my time and it's it's time I have mm -hmm. that makes sense and I I appreciate that voice in the back of my head sometimes when I'm feeling like that that also goes have you ever tried to reach out to that person have you ever gone to where they do comedy have you ever really pursued going to the area and making a network in that area at all and then once I start answering those questions in my head I'm like okay yeah that feeling, I have that feeling, but it's like, that's just a feeling, you know, I, I have like really been trying to focus on like when my feelings, when I start to like feel something strongly being like, why? And most of the time it's like just this anxious, like thing of like me being like upset that I don't, it's like, that's just, it's like dumb most of the time why I'm upset. I kind of just like laughing at myself lately instead of letting it like, letting it like fully get to the front 
of everything, you know, and be like the focal point and be like, what the fuck? It's just like, it's, it's funny to just like stop yourself and be like, why are you getting mad right now? And then kind of laugh and be like, there's no reason to get mad at that dude. Like I, I've been like, I'm so proud of myself lately for having those moments too. Like I've just been like stoked. I've been like, dude, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're not, you're not, you're not getting fucking angry. Like this is sick. <laughs> like <laughs> that's hard. That's hard to do. It's been yes. emotion and not give it power and just like be like, that's a feeling that I'm having. Maybe think about why you're having it, but then not let it take over your what you're gonna do or how you're gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's a uh, difficult. So congratulations. Thank you. Well, it's just something I've like hardly been able to do, you know, at, like it's proactively hard. in my life, and so yeah, it's way easier to just you know feel a certain way and then act on how that how that feels and to just you know feel that way for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, like somebody the other day too was like, dude, I didn't, that's not what I said. Like, it was like they, I thought they were making me, the reason that I was mad was them like saying it something to me, you know, like it was them making me upset. But then it was like, they just calmly explained to me that it it was all me getting up. This is all you kind of having this reaction to this right now. And I think that kind of was like when I started to have like that light bulb moment was like, a good friend of mine like pointing it out and explaining it and being like also not being embarrassed like i think that's something that uh i don't know if you experience this like when you're talking to people but like sometimes people get like just embarrassed when they have to admit that it's like that when they realize that it is them that they'll just keep fighting it because they're too embarrassed to just be like yeah it's my bad sorry dude yeah <laughs> that's a lot of the culture that we live in mm-hmm uh, I wanted to bring up some other. I wanted to change to current events and like just kind of change the subject a little bit. Oh, you'll um, love to see it. Yeah, I. Uh, I wanted. To, let's let's get us on. Let's get us out. Let's get us on track here. Um, somebody today just messaged me saying that they said that there was this. They had this Twitter or sorry, this Reddit thread that they sent me, and they said, "What do you think it is?" And it's, "What's the most moanable name during sex?" And the the fu- I wanted to bring this up because the first thing made me laugh so hard. It goes, well, it's not Fitzgerald, and I just <laughs> I cried laughing because I was just like, it's definitely. I mean, just the the fact that the fact that the question was what is, and the, the first one is, I can tell you what it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And then somebody said, but maybe, maybe just fits. And I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think it has to be like a one syllable name, like a John or like a, like a. Think so? A, yeah, like a, a, a Joe or something. Um, I don't know. Steven. Steven. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. Um, why are we doing all guys' names? I don't know why we're doing all guys' names. What does that names. say about us? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, do, do guys, but do men, like, moan women's names? I don't should. think I've ever moaned a woman's name before. <laughs> well, Maybe they I should. Have. Uh, I, I think that's, like, I think, I think that's an attractive thing to do. Bartholomew? Bart? Be Bart. Oh, Bart. <laughs> Oh, Bart. Bart. Just 
Just it just doesn't. No. Uh. Um, okay, I like. There's some good names here, like Heather. I feel like Heather's a good one. Oh, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Heather? Really? There's Rachel's what? on here. Um, <laughs> somebody just put in some <laughs> Mona. That would be. A <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the best name would be. What it's a like, big discussion. Um, what, what are like <laughs> Jason Derulo? <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> oh, this Reddit thread is amazing, dude. Oh my god. Oh wait, what's um uh hmm. Hey yo, Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston. <laughs> T Pain. Um DJ Khaled. <laughs> Akon, convict he definitely, music. He definitely yells we the best during <laughs> sex. 100% Khaled yells oh, we wait, the no, best. No, I, know, I know what it is. I know what it is. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> 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 no, no oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not really a... a What's, I mean, like, traditional sexy names are like, what, like, Flavio? Oh yeah, like Fabio and like, I feel like there's like something like Ramon or something like yeah. Esteban or something like that maybe. Yeah. Or like Giorgio. Well, it's definitely not Fitzgerald. Definitely not Fitzgerald. That's the, <laughs> that's the best. That was like yeah, just the top top voted comment. I was like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Um. But yeah, I never thought about that. Like, what's the ideal? I guess it's whoever, your, whatever your partner's name is. That's yeah. that's the right thing to say. I think context uh, is important. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have to say. Context clues here. They're good. Ah, oh, jeez. Um. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot of things. Happen. I feel like I was looking at earlier. I tweeted like probably five months ago i was like this seems like the the internet hate at that time was like focused on jake paul but then it went to machine gun kelly and i was like wondering where it was gonna go next and i just saw that old tweet today and i was thinking like where it is gone uh since then and i feel like it went from machine gun kelly to travis scott to joe rogan to kanye then joe rogan then briefly kim kardashian recently with the whole like you're fucking lazy as fuck get off your ass and work the whole video that she made and then now it's back on kanye west and i feel like it's gonna be on kanye west for a while until i don't know somebody else does something i have a bargain to say that you're wrong and it's probably right now putin oh of course i mean that was like that goes without i mean i that goes without saying. I, I didn't. I was. I don't know. About, I, is like, there something that you need to like say? There... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no. he definitely is. Yeah, definitely for sure. I, I, uh, I wasn't include. I was more thinking of just like in in like pop culture. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. 
It's a pleasure to be here on the KGB podcast. My name is Mackery. <laughs> so good to be here. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't really like subscribe. I try not to subscribe to that stuff. Like I just, I mean, the whole Kanye, Kim, Pete thing. I mean, it's just honestly, it's just sad. It's just it's, like there really is. Clearly, there are mental health problems happening. It is. I cannot imagine how isolating it it must be at times to be in a position that any of those people are in. And I just, I just, uh, I just don't find it funny. Well, I just can't imagine, like, being in an environment like that where, like, the whole world can watch what's going on between you and your, like, ex-wife and stuff. And then also, yeah, he's just been really, I mean, he's just been really, like, he's been getting banned and kicked off of stuff. And it's like, he still isn't just get taking the hint, it seems like, and... Well, he's he's obviously you know without being a medical professional he's he just he's sick you know he's yeah he's, he needs help yeah he needs help he needs help and it's it's sad it's really sad it's I just sad. don't like that he has like influence on people to like then send hate to oh yeah it's I mean that's that's the the terrible horrible thing I mean that's like that's how people end up getting hurt mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's you, you know, if you there are like fanatics out there and if you I mean, people just forget that when you're like in a position of influence, it's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it you get to decide what to do with that responsibility. And if you choose to do something that is, you know, not healthy or like not or can cause some sort of something to happen that might end up having someone, you know, hurt someone emotionally or honestly physically then like that's you know that you have to recognize that that's your your choice your responsibility and if you if you want to continue to be in a a position of influence and be a good person then you should you know you should try to make sure that you're putting out a message that is something that you stand by and totally it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm, again, you know, it's probably just way more complicated than any anyone could ever even imagine unless yeah, you're in that position. It's just crazy also that it's, yeah, it's like the most talked about thing online right now. Like every time I try to look for stuff, you know, to bring up to new things, new, you know, current stuff to talk about, it's just like dominating the every space they go, you know, to find those things and i just think oh, it's crazy that's... yeah it's people people there's the word rubbernecking exists for a reason you know people like to watch fires people like to watch i mean especially in a time right now where i think so many people are just broken and lost and it's scary where you know looming over in the distance is world war three and mm-hmm. you can barely some people can barely afford to drive to work yeah you know, and food costs are going up. And, uh, you know, on top of all of that, because we're all dealing with that, and we typically don't know how to process our emotions or traumatic events, which we've had multiple of, you know, everybody has had in the last few years, mm-hmm. because we typically don't know how to process that in a healthy way. We're just going to, we're just going to be hurting each other and ourselves. And, and oh my God, doesn't it feel so good to watch someone else who doesn't mean anything to you burn their life down? Yeah. And just, <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's easy to do that. It's easy to just. I've almost caught. Yeah, I've caught myself like just watching video 
and there's like a live chat going and the live chat is so insane that I oh just my. almost start commenting myself because I'm just reading it like dude like you guys are it's just insane like I and then I just have to stop I just have to turn it off like I have to like yeah. turn the comments off or something that's something I've people definitely just, people are just like unhinged honestly I just want to enjoy like somebody the other day said why aren't there comment sections on like Netflix and stuff and I was like don't no please, no no I was like I want to fucking just watch something without a comment thread. Like I, like I, I've been like trying to stop doing that. Cause I got so used to doing it on YouTube and like live streams and stuff. That it became like something that I would go and do. And I caught myself just reading through the comments while I'm watching something. And I'm like, this is just making me upset. Like I need I mean, to just like enjoy yeah. the thing. I want to watch and to... enjoy something without, I don't want to have to hear anyone else's opinion. I don't want to, I don't, I don't care at that time. I don't mm -hmm. want my comments, please. No. And then like, dunking on somebody that has a crappy opinion is like even worse. It's even worse. It's even yeah. worse. Like why? Why are you? <laughs> and then you think that you are better because you're dumping on them for saying something that was a bad opinion. But then it's like, who cares what your opinion is? And it's just, it's just a sick, sick cycle. Just put my like, phone honestly, down. I'm I don't like, even ah! know. I don't even know. Like I posted, a, I posted a TikTok of me doing a, like a clip from one of my uh, sets that I recorded, and um, the com the comments were just, they were so, so nasty. And I, I forgot that I posted it and I went back like a couple days later and the comments are just like so rude. And like, I knew that they didn't carry a single drop of weight, but they still, you know, they still snuck in a little bit and made me feel bad. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, this is just not like, this is, this is where we are. And this is just not, I don't want really to be a part of it. And unfortunately I kind of have to. But it's just, yeah, it's like what you're saying. It's just like, I just, you catch yourself looking at things and doing things and you're like, this is not what I need to be doing. Exactly. I, I think something that's kind of related to this that I saw that I thought was kind of cool is Dolly Parton just like basically rejecting her uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, induction. Just saying like, really? I don't need it. Yeah, I'm cool. You guys can. And her reasoning's kind of cool too. But then also you think about it and you're like, I don't think she understands that, or maybe she she obviously does. But when she said it, she's like, "I'm not a rock and roll musician," and that's I like. And I I looked it up right when she said it, and she's already in the Country Music Hall of Fame, which makes sense. I'm like, and it's it's kind of just like a cool flex. She's like, "I don't okay, like I don't want it." Like the cool, yeah. And it's like the it's like the most popular like Hall of Fame with when it comes to music. I was like looking up other other it's just a total like pr thing i think and it's funny that she's doing that and kind of just like almost shitting on uh like other artists i guess that already have the same kind of accolades as herself that continue to like seek after those things or maybe it is just like i don't know i guess it's so hard to tell because you, you just don't know you don't know if it's like a pr move or if it's just her really just not caring i think it's i think it's really just like She's like, I don't, I'm already in the country music one. Yeah. Like, I don't, which is just such a cool thing to just be like, I don't, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really, I'm not hungry. I'm yeah. Good. Like, do you think people try to give her keys to cities and she's just like, you can keep it. You can give it to somebody else. I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, maybe, probably. You That's should talk to cool. Sam, uh, Sam Weber. He works for this, um, like sort of seed company or something. And he does sales, and he sold, like, all of the flowers to Dolly World. Oh, nice. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I I uh I just thought it was a cool like flex. Cool yeah. Dolly Parton flex. I support that. Mentioning. Flex. Yeah. I I feel like I'd probably support a lot of what she does. Although I don't really know too much about her politically, so maybe I take that back, but Yeah, I don't know. Uh I just yeah, it's like yeah, like do you think like I think Tom Brady has to like has to do that now, like I think there's a trend. This is a trend start setter. I think he, he, he like they when he retires, it's like are like hey, you want to the football hall of fame? He's like nah, I'm cool. I don't need it. I do, he doesn't strike me as somebody who would do that. I know, but it would be cool if he did. It would be cool. On him. It would be cool, but I just I can't imagine. Hall of Fame though is like, I guess it's. Dolly Parton was like, Hall of Fame? More like, Hall of Lame. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this? No, but she's like too classy, so she doesn't flip it off. She's just like two peace signs. Like, oh, okay. Like fades into the bushes. Or she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Put me in the Hall of Fame just because you can. There's just, I'm trying, there's just no positive, I, I want to, I'm trying to find things to like joke about and like, you know, riff on a little bit and everything in the news is just not that. It's just not, I mean, there, there is like the new, like, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this movie with Daniel Radcliffe where he's playing Weird Al. Uh, oh, I think that I, looks yeah. interesting. Uh, I, I saw the picture of him as Weird Al and I was like, whoa, that looks cool. Um, I think it's it gonna be good. Pretty good. Like he, he looks like he, yeah, yeah. It looks like it could uh, be good. It could also just not be good. I don't know. That's the that's the gamble. I think. I mean, but... positive news. I think of positive news. Um. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about just de- like depressing news because it was just it's, <laughs> that's all that's well, all the like, news that I have. Isn't that part of it though? Like you know, it's it's. It sucks, but at least we can try to figure out a way to talk about it and laugh about it. That is true. So it is, it's that- pretty graphic, though. I guess, like, I this is just the, the day and age we're in. Uh, a lot of people have been commenting stuff like this. It is pretty graphic to, like, be on TikTok and watch, like, a, a dance. And then the next video is just, like, a missile flying into somebody's fucking house. And you're like... And then you scroll to the next video, and it's like fucking uh i'm gonna try to drink a whole sprite without burping today and you're, oh like, <laughs> you're like what the fuck it's dude so gnarly. it's so gnarly <laughs> we wonder why we're all walking around with all these like mental health issues yeah i've kind of stopped like i had to stop watching i've, I've like, stopped yeah i like well i have very much tailored the thing that i use the most i would say is instagram and I'm very much tailored to i have two instagrams i have one for comedy and that's mm-hmm. all comedy obviously so that one's like you know, it can be hit or miss on what kind of content is coming out. See, sometimes it is kind of like weird or sad, but on my other account, it's like my personal account. It's very much tailored to like a lot of cooking videos, a lot of videos of like cute animals, positive, encouraging, inspirational artwork, 
um, things about like empowering uh, Latino women and um, like very much tailored to that. And then of course, like the people that are like my friends that I've known and follow. Mm -hmm. And so that that's more of like a safe space for me. The only thing that comes into play there is just like my own insecurities of like, oh, oh, that person got married. Oh, that person had another baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm uh, going to go pick up some shifts at the local um, sushi restaurant, but uh, (laughs) I'm good. Mm-hmm. So that's really it, you know. Yeah, uh, I think you have to do some stuff like that in order to not, in order to not get like wrapped up in all of it. You know, I feel like that's something that we a thing we've been talking about a few times on here so far. <clears throat> it's just like, yeah, not letting that all that outside stuff get in. Like it's because it. Like you're saying, you could compare yourself to Pete. You can be sitting there comparing yourself, but then you can also just be watching things that are like pretty graphic too that randomly pop up. And I just don't like, mm. I don't like how it turned into that. I don't I feel like before this stuff ha- it happened, it was like you weren't, I wasn't seeing like as much of that in my feed. And then now I feel like it's being like, because it's so everybody else is watching it too. It's just like been shoved into my TikTok feed. And it's like, holy shit, like, like I know that I, sh- <clears throat> like I obviously feel really terrible for the people this is happening to too. Like it's just like I'm sitting on my couch, you know. Like I just you just took a bong rip and then you're like watch a video like that and you're like for like an hour of just like holy fuck. Like yeah, it's weird. It's like this complicated relationship between you have to have a balance of being informed but also just like knowing that you you need to get away from that sort of thing you need to if you are going to take a bong rip and sit on your couch maybe like put on a tv show or write or read a book or go outside or yeah don't watch yeah like it's you gotta have that balance um you have to have that balance which is hard on a positive note um i just searched good news today and apparently a new york city woman is reunited with her dog after five years later in tennessee wow yeah Five years without your dog. Yep, and they were reunited. And uh, there was a fire in a New York City apartment, and a stranger nearby saved um, a little girl in the building. Damn. Look at you. Got some good positive news out here. Yeah, hey, all you gotta do is just Google good news. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I was just sifting through the regular news feeds, and that's... that's That's not the. I was like, oh, maybe I'll find something. Uh, I am proud of uh, Travis Barker re- on a recent uh, on a recent thing that I also saw. He's defending. Uh, I know there's like a I'm a metal fan, and the metal community uh, comes after a lot of the influencer and like celebrity uh, fashion trends over the past few years because they've adopted wearing like vintage metal T-shirts and stuff like that. And uh, at first, I kind of was a little like, what the hell? But, you know, it's just going to happen. Like, he, she was wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt, which is like a super, uh, which is like a super, you know, um, heavy band. And he just yeah. like, came, he like came to the, uh, people were shitting on her and he came to the aid and was just like, oh. I really like that band. Uh, who cares? Like, she doesn't have to. I just thought it was cool. It was like a Travis Barker dub. I was like. Hell yeah, uh, Travis is all. Travis is sick, and who cares, dude? Like I know that it's kind of cringe that 
you know, they don't know anything about it, but it's, it's, but it's like, why? I mean, like, yeah, why care? Why care? It's more awareness about what the, that the band exists. So who cares, you know, but you know, uh, I guess on that note, I wanted to just kind of say thank you for, um, sitting down and doing the podcast today. I felt like it was actually a really cool conversation that we had. Uh, I know that it kind of, there was some ups and downs there. And, um, I think that's good actually to have this to like, you know, to talk about that kind of stuff and to share that and to share that those, cause I bet you a lot of other people feel like that too. And we're like, it's not just like, uh, it's not just like a, a feeling that, you know, like we all, like we all share. It's like, we all share it. It's a unique to us, but it's all a similar kind of thing. I, I think. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for, for coming on today. Like, do you have any, uh, anything else you wanted to kind of any shows, anything else you guys wanted to promote? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thanks for having me. Um, Again, I think it's my third time and every time I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, anytime that, I mean, you're one of the few people that um, I feel like I can talk to on a platform that other people, um, you know, that's like a public platform where we can talk about uh, mental health and um, kind of the parts of comedy that aren't, you know, aren't so fun. And especially when it's specifically about being someone who's dedicating you know so much of your time to it as not just a hobby it comes with like a very uh emotional and personal sort of experience and so mm-hmm. I, I always like talking about that i always like talking about mental health because it should be normal to talk about so i always love that you and i can do that um but as far as shows go for me i have the bi-weekly uh, or by bi- yeah bi-weekly bi-monthly i don't know i do it every other thursday at um the paradox i don't know either if it's bi-weekly or monthly <laughs> be both i think it's bi-weekly <laughs> i listen i've got shapes and colors down <laughs> that's so funny i can't i really okay but <laughs> um i have that and then april 2nd um I get the honor of hosting Holly Shaw's show um, at the um, Comedy Edge, Oakland. Oh, awesome. April 2nd. Um, and I am super stoked to, I mean, she just puts on such an amazing show. So I get to host it that day or that night. And I'm uh, really excited about that. And then as always, you can always just find me on Instagram at it's Mac Ruiz. And I usually post on there when I'm going to be performing and um, always just trying to crank out new different weird stuff. So if you're if you're into it, definitely check me out on there. I'm trying to be more active on Twitter, which is the same handle at its macroes. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Thanks awesome. For yeah, that was fun. Uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>